Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse, and welcome back for another session. We are at session 70 now, and Ooh. it's pretty crazy. Uh, soon we're going to hit triple digits, and it's going to be nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah. But as usual, we always want to start off with what we're drinking. So Jerome, what are you, what are you drinking this week? Sure, man. I am drinking something from our favorite Anchorage Brewing Company from <laughs> yes. up in Alaska. Um, this specifically is uh, something I usually don't drink, but I ordered it, one, because the artwork is awesome, as always. But um, it's it's the Bitter Monk Belgian-style double IPA. Nice. Um, it's ale aged in French oak Chardonnay barrels. Um Nine percent ABV, and gotta tell you, man, you can definitely taste the red wine um, body. Uh, yeah, man, really oaky, and that nine percent hits me pretty hard, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know you're a huge fan of Belgian ales in general, right? Jesse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I want to say Chardonnays are actually white wines. I oh, think, is it? I think it's oh. a white wine. But yeah, um, I, well, it's I, got the wine body. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am a huge fan of, of uh, Belgians in general. Um, so it's mm-hmm. interesting that's a Belgian style, like double IPA, you said. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's cool that they aged it in um, wine barrels. I think that's, again, been a super popular thing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, French oak is pretty tasty. It, it In combination with Belgian, it, I'm assuming it smoothed it out a lot, made it pretty rich and sweet. Um, yeah. Well, obviously, it's a Belgian and it's a double, so it's going to be pretty heavy, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't usually order Belgians uh, just because it is a little heavier on the palate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think it's it's not the most, like, uh, abusive Belgian I've had, for sure. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's definitely an interesting descriptor, but I, I know yeah. what you mean, because Belgians can, yeah. can, can punch you pretty hard. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, had to share some of it with Egent because yeah. <laughs> you know just spread the love. Yeah, but of course, uh, of yeah, course. how about you, man? Um, yeah, so I'm uh, drinking something interesting this week. Um, mm. My I had a friend who I uh, visited briefly to drop off something and also to pick my mic back up so I can record. Um, but they made me a, a homemade mango black tea with actually like fresh mango in it. Um, it was super super tasty, and I brought it home. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to be recording. I need to spice it up a bit. So <laughs> I actually um, added, a, a, I don't even know what I, um, what amount I added. I added a dram or a roughly like, you know, I, I just poured some in. I poured some in of the, yeah. um, it's not, it's the same one as the last time, actually. It's a Glenn Fittick's, um Single Ball Scotch Whiskey. It's the Experimental Series number one. Um, so it's finished in, again, it's finished in IPA um, casks. It's 43% ABV. Um, and you know what? I just made my own cocktail, I guess. Um, and it's actually pretty tasty. I figured it would be pretty good because um, this whiskey was pretty, like, sweet. So about, like, that in combination with a mango tea sounded pretty bomb. Um, and yeah. it's pretty it's pretty tasty. Um, uh, it's... I, I might have added a slight heavy hand of whiskey, but you know, it's still it's still pretty good. Yeah, no, that honestly sounds really good. Um anything anything alcoholic with tea, I'm realizing is actually pretty money. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if you've heard of this thing called Boba Seven or Boba Eight. Um it's basically alcoholic boba. Interesting. Um, they, and 
the, the one that really got me, Heineken and green tea. Really? Heineken and green tea? And they also have uh, whiskey and uh, milk tea, which is, you know, more traditional, like Irish right. coffee. But, dude, that Heineken, like, just kind of like a, just a straight clean beer with green tea mm-hmm. works pretty well, I got to say. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I've had alcoholic boba before. I, I think it's just a, it's pretty novel. Uh, it's, it's pretty yeah. interesting. And some work out like really well, and then there's some that are just like kind of too weird. Um, depends, yeah. Because um, certain, depends. I feel like it's just yeah. certain like certain uh, tea flavors and stuff that just work better than others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it you know especially if you're sticking with like more traditional things that you would find in like mixed drinks. Um, right, right. Then you get some pretty pretty like tasty combos. Um, but some are just a little too off the beaten path to to yeah. work out too well. But yeah, yep, for sure. So listeners, hopefully you guys are drinking something good during these extremely extremely hot days. Mm-hmm. Um, man, this summer has been rough, staying at home and you know ninety plus degrees right. pain at least uh, in, in SoCal. But um, man, like you said, Jesse, we're we're in session seventy. We kind of missed our session 60 uh, regroup (laughs) or whatever because, honestly, we've just been going forward in this quarantine days series. Um, I don't know, man. I guess maybe just a bigger look back since we've been in quarantine and all these different um, mini-series that we've Mm -hmm. been doing. Um, Yeah, how are these past 10 or 20 episodes for you like anything that uh you know really stood out to you and you've really enjoyed yeah i mean um you know if we're looking at the last 10 or even 20 like we've you know the last like most of it has been in quarantine (laughs) Uh, most of it has been us just being stuck at home and trying to record and track um, our own like life and and journey through the season um i mean we've we've still had a good handful of guests um you know even right before quarantine landed we had um, edwin for a couple um Mm -hmm. and then even through quarantine we've started to bring on some guests again which has been honestly just fun um yeah and i think obviously when we first set out with quarantine series and not knowing like how how long we would be doing it like we you know just took it the first few in stride and then we were like well actually it sounds like it seems like we're going to be in this for quite a while yeah so, as we kind of settled into that realization like and you know i guess being a little bit more conscientious about how we're handling this season um as far as like our recording and like what we want to talk about you know it's still still balancing between fun stuff but also like you know like i think the two of us and maybe our guests too like um and hopefully our listeners find like that balance of like fun stuff versus like good serious like helpful topics like it's right, good right? right um so i think i don't know like just looking back it's i feel like we've definitely hit our stride as far as like this is just well you know i, I think we're podcasters now you know like i don't mm. know if like i that really hit me before um but like i think it's just part of like who we are now and what we're doing um at least for you know who knows how long but it's it's a fun part of life um and it's yeah it's enjoyable to talk about fun stuff and serious stuff too um i, I don't know if there's any like per, like particularly standout sessions um 
from the last 20, I think it's just still just been a fun journey, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, you said something, I think, in the past a uh, couple episodes ago, at least, um, mm. about how pretty much like maybe season two of Just Jive, the second year, oh, is like yeah. completely quarantined. And that kind of, I've been thinking about it a bit. It's like, man, overall, when is this quarantine going to be over? And I think when we look back on these last 10 and, and, and 20, like it's um, a really big shift in our uh like way of operating mm-hmm. like obviously because it's like completely remote and completely focused on like you know week by week instead of like longer term but and um, also since you're hard carrying this podcast right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's it's i think right now our podcast is in a place where i think you said it well it's like we're podcasters um but i don't know at least for myself it's kind of a I wonder what's going to come from like after now, right? Mm. After things kind of as this quarantine and this kind of the bit almost like we're not, we're not just hanging out on Saturdays recording anymore. It's like mm-hmm. a, almost like business kind of deal. A little like, bit. Getting a little down bit. to it. Yeah. It's uh it's different, but I think like, like we've started doing new um, like series with guests on again on zoom. And it's like, wow, this is we're kind of flexing new muscles that we maybe never flexed before you know mm-hmm. um which i'm pretty excited for um you know obviously this week is a f- another feature minded and you know kind of just getting into our stride like you said is mm-hmm. like things that we want to do that we really enjoy uh mixed in with kind of exploring new territory i think it's going to be uh hopefully a fun rest of the year in mm-hmm. light of everything else going on right yeah and the other fun thing at least for me too or at least I, th- I think for both of us is like when you know when will we actually both record in your new space like it's gonna be awesome yeah dude. yeah and i know it's gonna take some time for you guys to settle in there and and also for us to figure out like when is it like appropriate you know for us to be doing it again but um overall like it it's something i'm like i think both of us are probably looking forward to you know right yeah, no, I I totally agree, um, dude. I I honestly wonder will we will we be at session a hundred before we meet again? Hopefully before then. We'll see. Right? We'll see. We'll um, see. We don't know yet. We still got thirty episodes to go, or thirty yeah. sessions to go before that point. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess like uh, transitioning into um, you know just how we've been doing this week. Uh, last week was a little interesting because of uh, our, our two part recorded, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll start off first, just in terms of how yeah. week it's it is week seventeen, I believe, right? I'm um, pretty sure. Yeah, pretty who sure. knows at this point? Um, but man, we closed our house, man. Dude, um, it's crazy. We're moving some things in, getting some appointments to install and deliver things. Um, spent the whole day there yesterday, and it's um, it's pretty crazy, man. I'm taking time off work just to get this whole move down. And I was going to ask, were you going to take some time off because like you're moving into a new place and it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've taken uh, this past Wednesday all the way to next uh, uh, this coming Friday, so a week and a half total. Okay, nice. So a lot of time, honestly, just to uh, get everything in order, clean the place, and pack the place in our current apartment. 
and obviously get the new house uh, into a new home, you know? Mm-hmm. So, honestly, there's not much else on my mind other than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's been it's been a big blessing for sure, man. How, how about you? Yeah, I think for me, um, honestly, this last week was pretty tough. Um, just work-wise, um, I mm. um, am a bit short, like, in another season of being a little bit short-staffed again, which means mm. I'm covering a little bit more in clinic. Um, so I'm handling more stuff in clinic, which means I have less stuff or less time to handle, like, other administrative things. Um, so what ended, what ended up happening was I'm starting to work more from home, um, which, especially on the days I'm not in clinic, like, you know, it's a give and take. Like the good thing is I can get the work done at home, but the hard thing is I'm doing more work at home. Um, mm. So it's like, you know, extra, essentially I'm, I'm putting in a little bit more time, a little bit more hours in. Um, so just trying to navigate that new balance um, through the season. And I'm just hoping that it's a short season um, again. Um, right. But we're, you know, we're just chugging on along. Um, yeah, um, we're, they're, we're ramping up for some things in clinic and it's mm-hmm. it's uh yeah i think we're also just trying to settle back into what we feel like is more normal operation um mm-hmm. so we're, we're getting there um but yeah. it definitely is busy um for sure so with with all the like recent spikes in california in yeah. covid cases have you have you guys at the clinic felt a big uh shift at all or has it just been kind of nonstop since day one um i think I think recently we have noticed like uh, more people coming in who are either mm. like symptomatic or people who are wanting to be tested um, uh, or and or both, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I expect that will continue to happen for a while, um, right. at least the next several weeks. Um, again, depending on what it looks like the rest of this year, probably for a, a good while. Yeah. Um, we've. Uh, you know, a lot of us at the clinic, we realized like our changes back in March, um, you know, and the ones that we've kind of like settled into a routine now are actually probably going to stay with us for quite a while. Um, so yeah. it's it's just something that we have to adjust to. And, and you know, it's interesting because we do set up like an outdoor booth and, and, and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously summer is, is rough in certain ways, but then... Um, but then, you know, fall and winter will bring new challenges when we get there. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's hard to think that far. But, like, you know, in those brief moments that we can, it's like, okay, like, there's still stuff we need to prep, you know? Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, hopefully it won't feel as never-ending soon. Hopefully. <laughs> um, with everything. So, I mean, you know, today our session is a feature-minded so it's going to be a lot less (laughs) heavy-hearted it's going to be a lot more lighthearted um and you know hopefully as for listeners you know whoever might be listening it's it's a way to both divert attention but also just keep spirits up hopefully even a little bit you know um and these ones are just fun like you know there's stuff that we can share with our you know our friends and our listeners like and hopefully, you know, yeah, hopefully if we can help our listeners discover some new things. Um, yeah. Or even each other. <laughs> yeah. Right? Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, uh, for those who have missed the first Future Minded, um, it's 
pretty straightforward. It's just several categories of media or stuff to recommend. And Jesse and I are just going to be sharing some and talking about it and why we recommend it um, mm-hmm. and for the music, even, you know, showcasing some of the favorite clips that we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I guess similar to last time, Jesse, um, do you got a sh- TV show that uh, you'd like to feature? Yeah, so I'm going to throw this one back a little bit. Um, I'm going to recommend Community. Um, so this show, I forget when it came out. I want to say like early, mid-2000s. I want to say mid-2000s maybe. Um, and yeah, it's it's recently um, gotten onto Netflix. So it, um, a lot, obviously a lot yeah. of people started picking up again. Um, I, I started rewatching it a little bit a, f- a few weeks ago. Um, and I, it, it just, it's funny. Um, it's, it's a, it's a comedy parody show. Uh, it, it's very like meta in the sense of like, it covers like very meta things. And it was very like, um, relevant at the time for sure. Um, and does a lot of tropes and stuff. And, um, and also still does like, uh, tackle certain things in very witty and funny and, and clever ways. Um, it, Ran for I want to say a total of six seasons, um, or I think six seasons. Um, obviously, like it was also during a, a time when, um, like, I want to say it was close to around when writer strike and stuff was happening. So it, mm. you know, there was some difficulty there. Um, but this one's a fun one, man. Um, you have like you know even people like um, childish, child, childish Gambino or Donald Glover, um, mm-hmm. before he became childish Gambino, um, uh, and seeing his like comedic side, which is just hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's a good one. Um, I, I would highly recommend it. It's, uh, again, some of the things are a little bit outdated as far as like the jokes and humor, but, um, but if you like throw it back to around that, that time period, um, it's super, super like funny. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, what about you, Jerome? Um, I've got a TV show that I think this is technically the third time I'm recommending now, <laughs> um, which good, is man. actually re- really really fitting because the third and final season just came out not too long ago. Ah, okay. Um, so I recommend it once per season. Um, <laughs> so the show is uh, Dark on Netflix. And um, dude, uh, I I want to recommend it at this point because... I gotta say it's probably the most satisfying or inconclusive ending to any show I've ever seen. Wow. Um, but it's it, that doesn't say enough because this show is, as I described in the past, it's full of time warping, time traveling, um, people going into different eras and then traveling back and forth in time and having kids that end up becoming people in the future that are related. You know, so mm. it's it's like imagine you know x-men days of future past how it was used to cover up plot holes and then even almost like created its own type of plot holes like Mm, down mm -hmm. the line imagine that like type of potential for ruining like logical flow of a show yeah um it really never lost a step um wow again it's a german tv show it's very serious very you know, pun, of course, dark, um, <laughs> kind of explores into kind of the cyclical nature of human nature, I guess, of how mistakes tend to repeat itself mm. um, through time. And yeah, man, this third season, it 
it kind of goes into this whole mind bending aspect even deeper. While mm-hmm. first two seasons were really about like kind of a linear timeline where you can go back in time and forward in time, but now there's actually alternate realities. Oh wow! And they are somehow connected to each other in a very, uh, very interesting way. And you know, as it gets to the last few episodes, your my mind is just blown. Um, and the way it ends, it really it just pretty much explains everything to a T. Um, so the writers um, got to give them a lot of credit for really addressing everything that you know watchers might be uh confused about so um i i think now that it's you know conclusively only three seasons i definitely recommend it to everybody who's interested in like like very science fictiony yeah yeah, um, yeah. very uh logical but also like you gotta your mind just gets bent yeah as as hell right so um so yeah, Dark is my recommendation. Yeah, I mean, you've recommended it three times now, and yeah. I think this, well, I, I have a couple of things on my list that I need to catch up on, and I think <laughs> I'm adding this to my list as well. For it sure. It actually For might sure. already be on my Netflix watch list, I just obviously haven't gotten to it yet. Ah, um, yeah. But yeah, Dude, our, so our next category is, um, is movie. Um, so again, we want to recommend a movie that either is new or old, or just something that is fun. Um, do you have one, Jerome? Yeah, um, I, I. It's a pretty popular one, I think. Uh, Spaceballs. Oh, uh, nice. It's a Mel Brooks comedian, uh, comedy movie maker from like way back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very funny movie. I recently saw it again. I think on Netflix that it came back out, and uh, I used to own the I owned the DVD back in back in the day. So wow. like we would I would watch it a bunch. Basically, uh, for those who don't know, it's like it's a full like the whole movie is a parody on Star Wars, mm-hmm. and it's so funny. Like the comedy ages so well. Uh, at least I think it's been a while actually yeah. since I watched it. But um, <laughs> you know, really funny actors, um, and the truth is, it's just really lighthearted and mm-hmm. makes fun of a genre while also giving like kind of props to it for being pretty cool in itself. Um. Yeah, man. Spaceballs is. I mean, Jesse, have you seen Spaceballs? I have. I yeah. Dude, it's so funny. It's uh, so funny. Yeah. And it like, it does such a good job of like really parroting Star Wars like and every little thing. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. So that's that's the one I recommend. Not too much to say about it, other than like you'll get a kick out of it, whether you're ten years old or I don't know, like seventy. I guess. Mm-hmm. It's been out for a really long time now. So, yeah. How about you, man? I Yeah. So, I'm going to recommend, um, I guess we're, we're going on a Netflix, uh, uh, you know, uh, binge right now. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to recommend Always Be My Maybe. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So, it came out just last year. Um, it stars um, Ali Wong, Randall Park. Um, and it's it's cool because it's a, it's a heavily, um, like, you know, predominantly Asian cast. Um, it does also, um, you know, cameo Keanu Reeves, which is <laughs> just amazing. Um, Best scene. Yeah, so I think it's just a really, like, I, I think it's it's cool because it's more, again, um, Asian representation in media. Um, and this one, like, uh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, again, yeah. I would say, like, it. you know, Ali Wong is funny, Randall Parker, they're both, like, 
funny people um and but like it it covers some like good serious stuff in the midst of being a a, a funny like movie um and yeah it's it's i guess it's considered is it considered a, like a rom-com um i think so I, um sure yeah um <laughs> uh, yeah. to say um so it's it's on netflix it's super good um yeah i think the the comedy is pretty funny and like just it's a well-done movie i think um so yeah. i would recommend always be my baby yeah um i've watched it twice at this point um and if it is a rom-com it's probably the only rom-com that i've like truly truly like loved yeah. um yeah and yeah like you said man ali wong and rental park their chemistry is so good in that movie mm-hmm. yes yeah seriously all right uh next uh category is a musical album uh do you have an album or artist i guess that um you'd like to feature yeah so um i do have one um they're called scary pockets um they started i want to say on youtube uh, mostly um and then they obviously like released it on like spotify and stuff Mm. um so scary pockets was actually started by the ceo of patreon um no way, and, really? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and he's he's the he's the keyboardist in all the videos. Um, and what scary what they do is they take uh, like popular songs, um, whether it's current or old or whatever, and they turn it into or they do funk covers of it, mm. which is just I mean, I feel like they're bringing funk back a little bit, honestly. Huh. Like it's it's super cool. Um, so there's three that like for me have been like just amazing like renditions yeah. of it um so this first one is um the original is obvious the original is if i ain't got you by alicia keys um the phone cover is by um uh, is is featuring a, a asian guy named kenton chen and mm. man um he gives a run for you know he gives he gives alicia keys a run for her money um for this cover so yeah um here's if i ain't got you um featuring kenton chen some people live for the fortune some people live just for the fame some people live for the power Thing that the physical things defy what's within. I've been there before, and that life's a bore so full of the superficial. Some people want it all, but I don't want nothing at all. I like his voice. Yeah, Um, these next two, the next few. Honestly, all these clips are just the the beginning of of the of the songs because man, there's just some fun stuff that to discover through the rest of their covers. And also, the other thing I would highly, highly recommend is watching them on YouTube. Um, Mm. I think listening to the song is like amazing, but watching is also like super fun because you see like you also just see them having fun um, together mm. and some of it being a little bit ridiculous, but some of it is just, it's just a good time, you know? Um, 
but yeah, this next one, um, the original is Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. Um, this funk cover features um, a girl named Rosie, and it it really catches you off guard, um, I would say, um, when you're thinking about the original versus this cover. Um, but I, I hope you guys enjoy expecting mm-hmm. yeah and i mean again all these covers they're just fun you know yeah um, yeah and this last one um the original is let me love you by justin bieber um and again all these like pop ones that you have this like they're very popular songs right mm-hmm. um this one covers by a guy named antoine stanley um and um, just a, a little bit of context that i found out um this this guy apparently um, he was like a, I guess a psychologist, and then um, hmm. one of his friends was like, "Hey, why don't you like start singing and stuff?" And then a couple of years later, he started singing, um, and nice. you'll you'll see why. Uh, his his voice is pretty pretty good. I like his voice a lot. Do right. Um, so again, just my, the final word I'll say about the um, Scary Pockets and, and just their music. Um, go watch them on YouTube. Um, you'll have a good time. If this music, you know, this music I feel like is just make you feel good music. Um, mm-hmm. Just that style is like pretty. Just it, it lifts your soul, you know. I mean, I think yeah. that's the point of funk. Um, I don't know. Um, I didn't really listen to much funk before this, so yeah, um, yeah. I, I definitely love like different genre covers of like a song, mm-hmm. especially pop songs. And like, obviously for me, I really like the metal versions right. and like, yeah, no, I, I totally feel, feel what you mean, especially since it's so familiar, you know, it's uh, definitely hits a different spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, Jerome, what about you? What, uh, what artists and album do you want to recommend for us? Our listeners? Yeah. Um, the artist is make them suffer. 
Um, it's a uh, band that I discovered because I was watching. Uh, they were opening for another band, Born of Osiris. And oh, right. Ever since then, um, I've actually just really loved their music. Um, and their newest album that came out just a couple weeks ago is called How to Survive a Funeral. Um, okay. Kind of a funny... Uh, <laughs> Like you know, how to guide type, type of deal. But, <laughs> yeah, um, it's um, they've they've really kind of changed their direction um, in the past two albums. I say where it used to be a lot more just like grindy and very uh, heavy. It's still heavy, but like it's a lot more melodic too, and uh, features a lot more of their uh, female singer and their kid, her keyboards. Uh, her name is Booker Nile. Nice. So um, yeah, I you know the. The pieces I'm gonna I'm gonna feature are a little bit more uh, melodic for sure, um, and I think that's really the selling point of the band for me. Um, just how uh, it crosses both like you know very heavy as well as a really beautiful and uh, smooth sounding. So the first one is uh, called Erase Me. dude definitely a big fusion on both the bam 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 but also yeah. just amazing singing voice so. yeah and amazing like melodic like yeah that's cool yeah yeah uh the next one is uh called the attendant um probably like from my understanding again i don't know their total discography like some other bands but uh, i think might be like the slowest temple song um they've come out with and it's very uh definitely not like heavy but uh, a lot uh it's it's uh in the same vein as their new direction they're going if that makes sense so um this one is called the attendant very chill metal i guess in a way yeah, yeah. like it honestly kind of reminds me of um when under oath was more melodic too oh uh, yeah gives me that same feel so cool man 
for sure, for sure. So the last song from this album, um, it's called That's Just Life. Um, it's the last song and kind of playing the last bit of the chord progression and the, the, the uh, I guess, outro of the whole album, I guess. And it's just mm-hmm. this really awesome uh, guitar riffing. Um, nice. So just, yeah, this is uh, That's Just Life. That some is classic good old guitar, <laughs> dude. That is some pre- pretty crazy guitar riffing. Um, yeah. Let me ask: Have you started practicing that yet? <laughs> nah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, that's that's a really crazy lot. Like, yeah, that's a crazy riff. Yeah, and, and you know what's really interesting about, um, I guess, this specific like sub genre of metal, like metal mm-hmm. or deathcore. It's like a lot more like da 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 da, like mm-hmm. you know, blasty. But there's not not too much like soloing hmm. and what's interesting about this is like it really isn't a guitar solo but it's like it's rhythmic and melodic mm-hmm. um still you know uh it, it's kind of like playing through a like a voicing um in the guitar so you know definitely uh a fun way to you know outro a whole album so you know i definitely recommend it um obviously if you're into the whole contrast of heavy and light and beautiful. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I think uh, Make Them Suffer really uh, does a good job of really fusing that together. So yeah, nice. so that's Make Them Suffer, How to Survive a Funeral. Nice. Um, so yeah. moving on to the next one is just um, uh, just a single song. Um, Jesse, do you have a single song that you'd like to uh, feature? Yeah, so I am gonna um, I am gonna recommend one that just came out. Um, I want to say maybe a couple days ago. Um, it's uh, by the artist Run River North. Um, mm. Yeah, they're a well, um, they're a Korean American band um, that does folk uh, folk ish pop. Um, mm. I guess it's I I don't even know what to describe their genre now, um, but they yeah um, their their recent song that they actually it looks like they just came out yesterday. Is called uh, Pretty Lies. Um, so here is Run River North, Pretty Lies. Kill the couple stories off, like I'm not enough. Maybe I lost the plot. Tongue tied around the bitter fruit. Who am I after tasting you? Little fires on the passenger side. I could tell the truth, or I could keep telling pretty lies.
best way to die I can a story off I got a new plan God talking who's there I need a new plan Think at the wheel again I took an ambience I love the ambience I swear to God I'm not Nice, dude, that's mm-hmm. like I was really surprised when that uh, like R&B hit yeah, I was like, whoa, out of left field. I like that. Yeah, and I think like it's really been cool because they're like ev- their music evolution over their their years, um, and also uh-huh. just part of it due to just band changes. Um, like this is, I guess, the most recent like evolution. I'm really excited to see what other music they come out with because um, nice. it's pretty different than what they used to like the other kind of music they started releasing. So I'm I'm super stoked, man. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. What about you? Uh, what song are you going to recommend for our listeners? Yeah, um, it's it's from a band called uh, Emma Rosa. Um, specifically, it's uh, the song XO. And mm. I stumbled across it because of just uh, kind of Spotify surfing, honestly. Um, kind of looking at uh, artists that I'd like, or what is it? The uh, artists that people like this artist also like or something. <laughs> um, and just stumbled across them and the description actually caught me kind of off guard is like they started off as a post hardcore, like alternative rock metal band. And now they're doing electronic music. Um, and I'm like, what? And then I listened to like their old stuff. It's like normal, like just kind of, you know, rock and metal. And then now it's like this poppy, uh, electronic stuff. Um, so, honestly it's just very i think that at this point they're considered pop rock so um this song is not as electronic but this whole album i believe it's called uh it's called a peach club um it's like almost not metal or honestly even rock at all but Mm. um this song xo is not the most electronic one but it's just kind of reminds me a bit of like ed sheeran um Mm. and Maybe even like some of Bieber's songs, like the. the whole, I don't know. It, it's pretty good. So this is a EXO. I think we can get it back. got ed sheeran vibes right yeah yeah, yeah. no i i know what you mean by that uh, he has a really good voice too um but to like i'm trying to like imagine like a band that was traditionally rock into yeah. doing like this like this chain i'm like that's crazy yeah it, it's interesting because rock like it's all definitely especially metal it's like not really known for the best clean like regular singing voice like poppy mm. wise and um 
there's mm-hmm. there's actually a few that I'm like discovering now, including them and even I don't even remember Dance Gavin Dance, the mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the one that actually kind of sprung me to this band. It's like, what the heck? Like it's like, I'd imagine you to be screaming or like yelling, and but you're like. You sound like you can be in like uh, One Direction or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's really uh, it's that contrast again, right? It's yeah. really cool. Dude, for sure, man. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, yeah. our last category uh, is just wild cards. So really, anything goes. Uh, and in this category, we're not limited to um, the, the media usually. So um, in the past, we kind of have stuck around some media things. But yeah, um, what what are you gonna wa- recommend for our wildcat? wild card category yeah um i'm gonna recommend a comedian named uh sebastian maniscalco um he's he's a little older um well not that about 40s and 50s probably um and uh heard him on a uh podcast recently um from uh, another comedian podcaster i like named andrew santino and Mm. um i think this guy sebastian he's like pretty established in like the comedy world Hmm. uh pretty well known but like yeah i decided like i just really liked his vibe he was just a really chill dude um so i decided to check out some of his clips on youtube and i'm just like dude this guy's just like a peculiar funny guy um honestly i think he's a really handsome like italian dude (laughs) he looks like he can be a part of like a goodfellas you know but then uh His comedy is very, uh, like, it's not really, like, dirty or anything, or at least most mm-hmm. of it, but it's very observational. Hmm. Like, um, the description of him is he is an exasperated comedy guy who just tells the truth of how things are, basically. Okay. Like, a lot of family-related, like, I can't believe my family did this type of thing, or, like, I was at the airport or the restaurant, and yeah. this dude acts up, and, like, the way he acts and responds to it is just, like, oh, my God, he was about to lose it. And yeah. Um, I think it's not like, like the jokes, I don't think none of the jokes like make you like go crazy. Like, oh my gosh, I can't have thought of that. But it's just, um, basically the type of comedy you'd love to hear from like a friend. You know what I mean? Mm, Like, interesting. uh, Just very, very, uh, relevant and funny. So he's got a ton of specials, like three or four on Netflix, uh, two, one or two on Amazon. So like. You know, I've only watched one on top of some clips, so I, I recommend it. Um, good, lighthearted, lighthearted uh, humor during quarantine. So nice. that'll be it. Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, nice. How about yourself, man? Yeah, I'm going to recommend a game that I picked up um, just recently and also just put a ton of hours into it already. Nice. It's called uh, Gunfire Reborn. Um, mm. It's a game on Steam that came out. Uh, earlier this year and it's technically actually still in early access um uh which means like you know it's essentially like they wanted to release it early and you know get feedback from the community on how to continue to improve their game so it's not necessarily a finished product um but it has enough like meat like meat and bones to honestly be really fun um i i'm looking at my uh i'm looking at my steam right now and i've already put 52 hours in um, <laughs> I won't tell you when I started because um, oh well, actually you know what I started like basically a little over a week ago so in the last <laughs> in the last like over a week I've put in 52 hours which will tell you how much I've really enjoyed this game um, I'm so impressed yeah, yeah dude <laughs> um, honestly I didn't expect to put that many hours but I just 
it was just so fun. Um, so it's a first-person um, shooter in a rogue-like um, genre. So what that means is like uh, first-person. Obviously, it's like you're 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 a first-person shooter. Um, it has a lot of similar elements, art, and vibes to like Borderlands um, kind of style. Oh, um, nice. But the rogue-like aspect is um, basically you start off with this like you start off with this base like kit so you have one character ability and like a base gun and then you get more like buffs and different guns as you kind of go through the dungeon um there's three stages right now and basically like you're trying to beat the run um you know it's you versus the game essentially you versus the dungeon and sometimes like you just get really bad like um drops and you're trying to make the best out of it other times you're just like mowing through them because you've got like everything that lined up right um mm. so it has a ton of replayability um and yeah it, again it's early access which means i'm excited for more content to come out um i think more content is supposed to be released later this month um to mm. expand and it's just a lot of fun um yeah so obviously i've i've put in a lot of time into it um if anyone else is looking for something fairly chill and replayable and um in this kind of genre yeah yeah i would highly recommend it um it's only like i want to say maybe like 12 bucks on steam i oh, bought it at, um, when it was on sale for i think it was like 10 percent off or something like that but it's it's well worth it nice i'll definitely at least check out the trailer um it, it's multiplayer right yeah yeah so you okay. can play like single um or you can play cooperative up to okay, four um yeah, man, I've I've had so much fun with this one. All right, for sure, I'll definitely check it out. We'll see. Um, cool, um, man. I think these feature-minded episodes are tend to be some of the most like fun and exciting, just because we get to talk about things we like. <laughs> mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, like I guess now, as always, um, uh, you know, we don't have a wreck of the week because this whole thing was wrecks of the week. Uh, yeah. So we'll be kind of spreading out these uh, features uh, through a couple posts on mm-hmm. Instagram. But um, yeah, man, hopefully listeners let us know if any of these, you know, you've checked out and if you guys really liked it or not, uh, definitely let us know. Yeah, give us a comment on our social media, on our posts and say yeah. like, oh yeah, I checked this out or this is like super cool. Um, yeah, let us know. We, we'd love to hear from you guys. Definitely. So yeah, thank you guys again for joining us. Uh, we you know, find us on our social media. Um, our Instagram is our main medium right now, which uh, our Instagram handle is at Just Tried Pod. Again, it's at Just Tried Pod. Um, yeah, and just tune in, uh, tune in with us as we continue on. Yep, listeners. Um, kind of like we talked about earlier, you know, with spikes uh, in California, and you know, the whole country still going through a lot. Uh, stay safe and you know, make good decisions and. You know, hopefully we could be a little bit of alleviation of fun and uh, Mm -hmm. goofery, I guess. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so listeners, as always, we will see you next time. See ya.